This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, so The Podium is a sports podcast, but today we're doing something a little different. Kia ora, I'm Zoe George, and this is a special, exclusive episode of The Podium with the stars of Ted Lasso. Oi mate, this is you. I believe it is. Wicked. You coaching football, you are a legend for doing something so stupid. I mean, it's mental. They're going to murder you. Ted Lasso is the Apple Plus show about an American football coach who crosses the Atlantic and starts coaching a Premier League football team, despite not knowing anything about the game, to a somewhat predictable response. You're an American who's now in charge of a football club, despite possessing very little knowledge of the game. I know that AFC Richmond is going to give you everything they got, win or lose. Or tie. Right, y'all do ties here. The show, which is utterly delightful and feel-good, is a breakout hit, winning eight Emmys and two Golden Globes amongst a slew of other awards, and I very much enjoyed chatting to the stars about sport and why some of them don't even like football. Well, Nick Muhammad, a.k.a. Nathan Shelley, Nate the Great, the wonder kid, coach at Richmond's biggest rival, West Ham. Kia welcome to the podium. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's lovely to have you on the show. Well, the first question comes from 11-year-old superfan Alice. I mean, is Ted Lasso even su- you know, suitable for an 11-year-old? But we won't go <laughs> yeah, that's there. What I <laughs> uh, Alice would like to know if you like playing the bad guy at West Ham better than the good guy at Richmond. Oh, that's a good question. I think there's something, yeah, I, I, I do relish it. I don't, you know, I've never really played a villain before in anything. So there is something quite, um, uh, you know, challenging, but quite fun about being the bad guy. And uh, especially, you know, because he's gone on a journey. They started off as a good guy and now he's a bad guy. So I, yeah, there's something fun about that. So yeah, I do relish it. He's not really a baddie, though. He's just a bit misunderstood and is seeking I approval agree. from anyone, someone. <laughs> I agree. Not everyone agrees with that, but I agree with that. <laughs> Yeah, I totally agree. Um, what football coach did you model Nate off? Was it Jose Mourinho by any chance? There's an element. There's an element there. I think with the hair and you know his style. But you know, listen, not not particularly. You know, Nate is his own is his own person, and um, he's his own. It's funny. You'd think that he'd be more um inspired by Ted, right, in terms of his coaching style. But I think we've seen that that's not the case. And so, mm. yeah, he's a. Uh, I don't know. He's. I think he's doing what he feels like he should be doing, which is sort of being rude and quite sort of um unpredictable and uh, but uh, you know. I think that we all know that that's not going to last. <laughs> yeah, he will redeem himself, won't he? Well, will he? Well, we'll have to see. Oh no! Come on, you can't leave us. Can't leave <laughs> us hanging. Can't leave us. Well, I, hanging. Don't, I don't. I don't know. I think it's not. It's not really up to me. I think it's that you know. I think people could view it either either way. So you have to wait until the end of the season. Do you even like football? <clears throat> no. Genuinely don't. I don't understand it. Don't play it. Never have never liked it ever since as a kid. I've got to go to see a West Ham match on Wednesday, and I'm just like, oh. <laughs> it's not no, your I'll, first I'll, one, is I'll, it? It's not my first one, but it's the first time I've been in like 30 years since I was sort of dragged to one by my dad to see Leeds United at Ellen Road. So, yeah, I'm not looking forward to it. Why? Why is it being no, I, so I sort long? Of am looking forward to it because, you know, it'll be fun and uh, uh, interesting, but I'm not a, a big football fan. What do you prefer? Honestly, honestly, ice dancing. I would, I love <laughs> ice dancing. 
I, I used to watch like Tall and Dean videos when I was like a kid and then went to see them like live. I mean, how weird is that? Oh, I loved Tall and Dean. I used to enact them when I was a child. Yeah, I still do. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, maybe we'll have to pair up and, and give it a go. Um, <laughs> that would be quite the sight. I have seen you conducting an orchestra, though, uh, on the, was it the BBC, which was mildly entertaining. Oh, yeah. Very good. Yeah. Oh, thank hilarious. You. Absolutely hilarious. Um, okay, so I guess then you won't be coming to New Zealand for the Football World Cup later in the year. Ah, uh, well, no, but I love New Zealand. Um, absolutely adore it. And um, I popped over. I did the Sydney Arts Festival years ago, um, doing a play, and then popped over to New Zealand for a bit, and it was it was gorgeous. And visited Wellington, and yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, did you like Wellington? Loved it. Absolutely loved it. But yeah, but I um uh and I'm sure you get it a lot, but you know, huge Lord of the Rings fan and so you know it's the did the tour and all that. But um but no, it's beautiful. Very, very beautiful part of the world. Well we but hope you come back and before. Oh, you have to come and visit us soon. Definitely. Um Okay then, other than Twelve and Dean videos, mm -hmm. what is your guilty pleasure uh in or outside of sport? Oh, magic, as in like, because I've always done magic since I was a kid, um, but I love going to see magic and performing it and reading about it. And so, yeah, so I just saw Darren Brown's last show, who's a brilliant sort of psychological magician over in the UK and has just done a brilliant show called Showman, which is great. Mm. Jay Jason's a big magic fan as well. So he will often like geek out over card tricks and things. And so, yeah, that's the first sort of first thing that we sort of bonded over was he had his cards at the read through and he started showing me stuff and he's brilliant, like really good. And so will we see some magic from Nate the Great uh, the That's second exactly half of the season? We did, we, but we did talk about it. We did genuinely taltalk about it, but no, you won't, you won't see any. Oh, that's a real shame. What's your top tip for getting a team out of a slump? Oh, goodness me. Uh, watch, watch any episode of Ted Lasso and listen to what Ted has to say. <laughs> well, Mick Mohammed, beautiful talking to you. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us in little old New Zealand. Thank you, Chester. Thank you. Our next guest is Phil Dunster, a.k.a. Jamie Tart. Welcome to the podium. <laughs> Thank you, mate. Thanks for having me. Oh, it's lovely to have you here. The first question comes from professional footballer, All White, that's the New Zealand men's oh, football team, yeah. and Wellington Phoenix goalkeeper Ollie Sale, who says Jamie Tart is his favourite player. Wow. Ollie wants to know if you enjoyed playing a villain in the first season where everyone disliked him, which... Ollie says comes as part of being exceptionally good right. and whether the way you play is transitional to you as a person. Bit deep and meaningful there from Ollie. <laughs> it's exactly me. I just that's just who I am. Just everybody hates me. It's very easy to play, actually. Um, <laughs> no, it's sort of the th I think it's it's I think a lot of actors like playing the, that person because it's just it's fun to play with. But also it's the way that he was that guy. He was it's because he was just really honest about how he felt and how he felt wasn't necessarily like a good or uh helpful thing to anybody else other than himself but like i don't know i kind of loved that about him that he was just he was just an assertive person which i am not oh. <laughs> um and uh and but but also i think that there is like you know you try to find things um from your own life and your own experience that you can draw upon and you know there there are parts of Jamie that we have a, a small Venn diagram crossover where, um, you know he's he's trying to learn to be a more emotionally progressive person. Whether he would call it that or not, I don't know if he would. But 
Um, but I, that's that's great to hear. It's Ollie from Ollie, is it? Yeah, Ollie Sale. So all white and Phoenix goalkeeper. I'm, they're not doing so well at the moment. If they lose this week, they're out of the A League playoffs. Oh man, listen, I'm, my team AFC Wimbledon are also not doing very well. So we're kindred spirits. Um, I am quite enjoying Jamie's development and, and emotional intelligence, actually, actually quite inspiring growth. And he's stepped up as a team leader and he's got this blossoming friendship with Roy Kent. How important are male, positive male friendships? Oh, yeah. I mean, that's sort of one of the huge things about the show, um, which I think, you know, if I'm if I may be so bold as to say, I think the show does really well. It doesn't feel like it's just sort of a shallow friendship it feels like it's built on a lot of turmoil and they've come through a lot uh they've started to listen to one another and learn from each other which i think is the bedrock of any sort of you know friendship or relationship whatever it may be um and you know i think that that we see you know it's it's a male dominated uh room that locker room and there are lots of different ways to sort of traverse that. Some of it slightly more heightened from reality than, than others, but at the core of it, um, you know, there are these, these guys, and particularly of all those people in season one, you wouldn't think that they would come together and be friends, but um, love finds love, a way, guys. Love, love finds a way. <laughs> well, will love find a way for Richmond? Can Richmond turn it around? They must face West Ham again. How are they preparing for the second half of the season? Hopefully not getting quite as angry this time. They're probably <laughs> not going to sharpen their studs again. Um, but uh, yeah, they, they, there are a couple of, uh, there's some really, actually there's some really fun training uh, pre preparation for, for those games to come in the series um, and in very sort of idiosyncratic Ted Lasso ways. Um, so yeah, they're, they're, there's, there's, there's some good bits to come. For and is this the last season for Jamie Tart at Richmond? I don't know. You tell me. If you know anything, let me know. <laughs> um, and we won't. Yeah. Are you coming down to New Zealand for the Football World Cup in July? Uh, yes. I'll, I'll, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, sure. Why not? I'd love to. I'd love oh, to. Well, sweet as. Well, you know, I can pick you up from the airport. It's totally fine. Great. Okay, I'll cool. I'll absolutely hold you to yeah. it. Phil Dunster. Jamie Tart, <laughs> lovely chatting with you. Thank you so much. What a treat. Bye-bye. Cheerio. It's a bit of a cliche, but international stars love telling journos about how much they love New Zealand. And when I hopped on the line with Jeremy Swift, a.k.a. Leslie, and James Lance, a.k.a. Trent Krim, I didn't even have time to do a proper intro before they were throwing out the compliments. Hello. <laughs> I love New Zealand. I've been twice. It's great. Yeah, I love New Zealand. Ever... I've been once. It's great. <laughs> <laughs> Favourite spots in New Zealand? I uh, can't remember any Bay of them. Russell. Russell, Bay of Islands. Okay, yeah. nice. Nice. Yeah. yeah, what about Wellington? Have you been to Wellington? I have been to Wellington. It was a long time ago, all this, but I loved it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, um, thank you so much, Jeremy Swift, a.k.a. Leslie, and James Lance, Trent Crim, independent Zoe George, the podium. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice and to meet you, you too. <laughs> um, James, how much did you have to learn about sports journalism before you took up the role, and who did you base Trent Crim off? Oh, well, I actually based Trent Crim, well, I had a couple of references for Trent Crim um, in terms of his delivery in the press room, because obviously that was the beginning of Trent. And I kind of, um, I got quite into 
watching uh, a lot of uh, Will Self, the writer Will Self, and also Christopher Hitchens. Just their delivery and their just absolute assured sort of belief in what they were saying. There was, I was like, wow, that conviction is quite something. Um, and I knew that this man called Trent Krim would have that same kind of um, sort of uh, delivery, I guess. Mm. So in terms of sort of the way he, he was talking, that was that. And then I also, there was, a, there was a sports writer called Matthew Sturgis that went on to write an, an amazing book about Oscar Wilde, actually. And I, I, I had an interview with him. I asked to meet him because he was a sports writer and found out how he ran his day and all that kind of stuff. It was really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's not that glamorous being a sports writer, I can tell you, but it is lots of fun. Right. Um, <laughs> in, in the latest episode in Amsterdam, you came out to Colin. And as far as I'm aware, there's no out gay male sports journalist in New Zealand. And I can only think of one international oh. football writer. Why do you think that is? And do you hope Trent's story might help break down some of that traditional heterosexual masculinity still present yes. in sports media? Of course. I mean, you know, yeah, absolutely. There's, um, I would love for that to happen. I mean, any, for anyone to be liberated by a, by a fictional character or any character on screen is just a gorgeous and wonderful thing. And yeah, that would be amazing. That would be awesome. Yeah. It would be beautiful. Um, what else would be beautiful would be the return of Jeremy uh, Leslie's jazz beard. Yes. Oh yeah. Um, incidentally, um, just for the record, I based Higgins on, um, Donald Duck. Um, <laughs> Uh, yes, his beard would be a thing, wouldn't it? You know, I've got, I'm, I'm paying homage to it today. Yes. Um, uh, yes, but we did get a bit of jazz Higgins in the, the latest episode. So um, I was I was glad of that. Yeah. Yes, it was wonderful because uh, I put the questions out to some of my colleagues and said, well, what do you want to ask people? And they they directly asked me about whether you play upright bass and I said well yes he's a recording artist and so did you tell the producers <laughs> you could do this or did you uh, or did they ask you to do this oh it came up in the conversation in the car park in season one when Higgins uh, I was told Higgins would resign and um and I said to Jason um, maybe you could gr grow a, a Rasputin length beard by the time you've seen him and he said how about a jazz beard? I went, oh, that's good. And then I said, because I like jazz and I played the double bass. <laughs> and he said, oh, in an amateur way? Or no, I think I'm quite good. Uh, uh, so uh, that's how that <clears throat> was brought in. Yes, yeah. Uh, and, and we talked about just before New Zealand, we've got the Football World Cup. I don't know if you can see, but I'm actually wearing the Football Ferns uniform at the moment. Oh, um, so are you coming down to New Zealand for the Football World Cup in July? <laughs> I think that, <laughs> I'll we, take that uh, as a no. I, we, uh, I have you, no idea that was happening. No, neither did I. We, we, we know nothing. We two of us know nothing about football whatsoever. Yeah, we don't know much. Really? Just, just ask us any football questions and we'll just chortle like that. <laughs> oh, okay, so I guess you're not picking England to win then they've just lost their captain to injury, which is a bit of a shame. Maybe you should just okay. come down and enjoy the festivities anyway. That sounds Please good. tell us more about this game, football. Do you actually like football? I, I actually love watching a game. I, for me, I just don't mind who wins, which is a problem. <laughs> I gender, yes. uh, you know. I, I watch, I, I watch it on television uh, sometimes when it's a big thing and <laughs> whatever's going on the big like ones. a World Cup. And uh, yes, that's the one. And uh, I usually want the underdog to win. 
that's that's you know if if I that's all I go for, and then I'm then usually disappointed um, well, when, when they because they statistically don't. <laughs> yeah, New Zealand is the underdog. I've got to let you go right. shortly, but before I let you go, um, James, one of my male colleagues covets your hair and wants to know your routine. Ha, huh. well, um, uh, uh, well, thank you, well, thank your colleague. Nobody is talking about my hair. Is, uh, is it's your delightful. colleague a, a, a male or a woman? Yeah, male. Male, okay. Um, basically, uh, well, generally, I, I, I don't even know what I, I just kind of like, Wake up. I let it have a lot of, lot of sleep and then I sort of just place a little saucer of milk next to it um, to wake up to of a morning and I let it do its own thing. It has been so delightful chatting to you. Best of luck for the rest of the season. <laughs> I can't you. wait to watch. It's so exciting. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you very much. Cheers. All right. Ka kite. Bye bye. 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 We had to speak to some of the stars who actually play football. And luckily, three of them showed up. Well, welcome Christo Fernandez, who plays Danny Rojas, Cola Bocchini, Isaac, and Billy Harris Collin to the podium. Lovely to have you on the show. Thank, Thank you. Thanks for having us. Look what I've got, a ginormous pillow. Um, don't get them feathers everywhere. Are you tired? No, I, yeah, <laughs> I, I, yes, I am. It's very late in New Zealand. Uh, who yeah, who won the pillow fight? Yeah, who did? Uh, Isaac. Yeah. I'm, I'm, no, I, I was the You referee. were the referee. Yeah, I stopped carrying off for a while, you know. <laughs> there, was, there was a lot of, uh, of, of you know. But I, I wasn't in it. Did, did you actually get the feathers on your throat? No, it was crazy. It was, it was we insane. Had so many feathers. Like I didn't know days that was a after, thing. Days after, after the scene, I went home and I was like, oh, I have a feather. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that 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 was a thing that that feathers can can like cause you to suffocate. Yeah, there was like yeah, yeah like yeah, a lot. Well, the, the term spitting feathers isn't that a thing? Yeah. Oh no, yeah, no. Well, yeah. other than pillow fighting, I was going to ask who the best footballer is. Um, but Dani Rojas, football really is your life. You're a former football professional turned actor who now plays a professional footballer. Do you still have a yearning to play football at the highest level? If if I still well, I still play it for fun and, and with my friends, and we play it in the show. So um, yeah, it's crazy how life sometimes works and, and things happen for a reason. And here we are doing the two things I love, football and acting and film and yeah. <laughs> and, um, and Isaac, you're the captain of Richmond. Sorry, I should just call you a cola, but what does good leadership look like to you and how do you bring it into the Richmond changing room? It looks like this. Um, <laughs> no, 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 uh, good leadership, it is a lot of winging it, you know, it's a lot of uh, trials and tribulations, a lot of um, mistakes. And good leadership is, I believe, is being able to listen. Because if you don't listen, you don't know what's going on. And I have done that my whole life. <laughs> and I only Listening. realizing what is going on. Yes. Well, that's good advice. Um, and another leader, even though he may not want to, a reluctant leader maybe, is Billy, is, is Colin. Your storyline is one of my favourites. Um, it's interesting here in New Zealand because we've just had our first gay all-black rugby player, Campbell Johnston, come out recently. And he kind of said the same thing that you did, that you didn't want to be a spokesperson. But he's kind of become this icon. So what are your hopes for Colin's storyline and how it might help others feel more accepted in sport? Yeah, I think it's quite ironic that in um, in season two that Nate says to Colin that he doesn't inspire 
you know, he says that it talks about Chris, uh, Danny's and, and Phil, they're great footballers, but Collins is an inspire. And I think that with this storyline, I think that even though Colin doesn't want to be a spokesperson, he's still going to inspire so many people. And just, mm -hmm. just to, to have the have the want and the need to just live your live your own life. I think that's what we can all aspire to. Mm -hmm. 100% um, and that's actually something that our All Blacks said as well and also here in New Zealand you may not know this but we have a gay sports minister do you do Minister yeah we do oh, yeah, I know that I knew that yeah I, knew, I actually what? knew that did you yeah really? random <laughs> I actually knew that so well, good well, there show, you go you know, right yeah and speaking of New Zealand has anyone visited and is anyone coming to watch the football world cup in July Oh, we no. should. Uh, doesn't it take a day to get there? <laughs> <laughs> and then some. But um, Phil Dunstan's already said that he's coming. I mean, I'm, I'm happy to pick you up from the airport. Oh, please, yeah. No, yeah. I, yeah. Oh, that's, that's yeah, so please. nice of you. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 okay. Yeah, if there's football there, we're there. Thank oh, you yeah, so much you for too. your time. Thank you very Thank you. much. Thanks for joining us for this special episode of The Podium with the stars of Ted Lasso. I'm Zoe George. Remember, you can get new episodes of The Podium every Thursday. Find and follow us wherever you get your podcast from. And with such a busy sporting year, we'll be doing plenty of coverage of the Women's Football World Cup, the Rugby World Cup, the Netball World Cup and the Cricket World Cup. It's all go. But for now, until next time, kakete anō, go well. Kia ora, I'm Adam Blair. I played the great game of rugby league for the Storm, Tigers, Broncos and the Mighty Warriors. And I'm Goran Paladin, sports presenter and rugby league fanatic. I won a World Cup too. I played 51 tests for New Zealand. Yeah, he's a national treasure, people. Come on. Blairy and I, we're joining forces for a brand new rugby league podcast called League of Our Own. Each week we talk Kiwis across the NRL and of course everything was. All the big names, the big stories. And some of my own stories too. Well, if we can make them fit. We'll make time. Okay. League of Our Own with Blairy and Goran. Debut ep dropping on Wednesday afternoon and every Wednesday after that. You can listen through stuff.co.nz or wherever you get your podcast. Proudly brought to you by Snap Rentals. Mate, your, your stories are way too long, eh? Nah, we've got to take them on a journey. <laughs> oh, the journey. Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs>